Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Hey, Dave. How you doing, buddy? Dave, good to see you. Good to see you on this Happy Friday Happy two days after night. Valentine's Day. Yes. You know what? It's uh, it's it's going to be cold tomorrow, but I'm looking forward to next week because they said we could be getting close to maybe 60. Mm-hmm. It's been the 50. mildest yeah. February, Skilling said, in 150 years. It did really that yeah. long. Yeah. That long. It's been beautiful. Yeah. And I get some, kind of that seasonal effectiveness, whatever they call it, this sort of way. And I Sad, get seasonal effectiveness. Yeah, that's what I get. Yeah. I get that. Oh, yeah. And, and I didn't really have it as much Many this year. I think because it, it seemed nicer outside. There was more sun. It was warmer and uh, outside of the very cold weather we had, yeah. oh, about a month ago yeah. now. And that dreariness. Yeah, this has been a very mild winter by Chicago Which I'll take. Standards. I'll take all day long. Oh, yes. I'll take all oh, day yes. long. It's not over yet. But it's, it has oh, been don't mild. say that. It's going to be done. It's going to be done. It's going to be done. It's also um, Black History Month, and you just did a story um, that you can hear now at WGNRadio.com on Julius Rosenwald, and he was best known as a part owner of, of Sears, Roebuck, and Company back in the day, but the story is much more than that. Much more than yeah. that, yes. Um, actually, two parts to the story and how it came together for all of us here uh, first off, I should say that a number of us in the newsroom have put together stories about figures mm-hmm. uh, for Black History Month, and you can hear them all on WGNRadio.com. I love, but that. I love that. Julius Rosenwald was born in Springfield mm-hmm. in 1862. Mm-hmm. He was the son of German-Jewish immigrants, yep. and when he was about five or six, his parents bought a house across the street from Abraham Lincoln's house. I know, that's, that's, that Isn't alone that is fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He did not know Lincoln, but his uncle did. Oh, and so, Wild. you know, he grew up there um, and around business because his parents were, you know, in the whatever type of business they could make a living at. And yep. one of them being clothing and yeah, know, clothing. retail, yeah, saw that. Yeah. that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And he got into that. He dropped out of school and got into the family business eventually came to Chicago and got involved in a company that was on the way up at that point called Sears and Roebuck and Company. Kind of a precursor to Amazon, of course. You know, it really is. There's only like 15 or 16 stores left. Isn't that something? Yeah, and they're still headquartered in Hoffman Estates, like 15 Mm -hmm. stores. 15 stores. Crazy to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, what's interesting, though, is that the stores didn't come around until the early 1920s, I believe. It started as a mail order Mm -hmm. company, and he bought a stake in the company. The stock split. He became very wealthy. Oh, yeah. And then worked his way up in the company, and he just had this this you know innate knack for business and uh, helped grow that company grow Sears and Roebuck really into what it what we knew it as Dave when we were growing yeah, absolutely. and what our parents right. knew yeah. it as I think he was responsible for putting the first retail store out there it was like the mid 1920s yes, like you yes, said yes yeah. right but yeah. here is where here is where the story becomes very interesting in terms of what we put together for Black History Month Here was a remarkably rich man, but a remarkably generous man. Yes. He he concluded to himself and to his family and friends that he had more money than he could ever spend. Mm -hmm. And he wanted to help people. And this falls in line with 
um, a, a kind of a mission that uh, you know he he became aware of in not only in his family but through his uh, his temple in his uh, synagogue, a word that was used called sadaka, which means to help improve the world. It's a Hebrew word, and he just so happened to have read Up from Slavery by Booker T. Washington. Yes, and yes. Booker T. Washington and met him and met him. Yeah. Booker T. Washington was born into slavery, and uh, when that ended, the Civil War ended, he himself thought education is the way for us as African Americans to get into American life. And resources were terrible. And resources were almost nil. Yeah. Right. So he met and talked with Julius Rosenwald and said, what I would like to do is start with five or six schools here in the South, because at the time it was it was separate but equal, which was really the Supreme Court ruling that said white children and African-American children will go to separate schools. They'll have equal means. Well, they didn't, of course. No. So the way to get around that was to build schools for African-American children exclusively. And Julius Rosenwald set up a charitable fund whereby he would donate a lot of money. But lot of money. the communities would put together resources to help build these schools it started with five schools at the end of this program in the mid 20th century there were over five thousand that's crazy schools to me. i know in the southern u.s well yeah and then he also had a fund that gave fellowship grants to yes, black artists absolutely. including maya angelou maya angelou langston hughes yep. uh, go down the list it yeah. is just remarkable what he did and this all came together last fall when i was at my girlfriend's in Virginia, oh, yeah. I'm, re I'm reading an article in the National Parks magazine yeah. about this and the mention of the fact that he was based in Chicago and that now it comes out that there is a group of people that are trying to establish a national park, kind of like a national monument that will be centered here in Chicago for this. All the bells and whistles went yeah, off hello. in my head. And then I thought, I'm in Virginia right now. And I said to Gilda, my girlfriend, I need to find out if there are any existing Julius Rosenwald schools that are still around. And there was one 45 minutes away in Maryland. Amazing. We went there, we met. It's a museum, but we oh, met. Oh, it is now. Yes. Oh, interesting. Okay. It's, it's a museum. There are pictures on the website. We have them up, you know, along with the story. And so when that came together, I said to Gilda, my girlfriend, I said, here we go. I have got the story, got story. Black History Month 2024. And I love all of your reporting and stories. And Dave's complete story can be heard at WGNRadio.com. Thanks, pal. I appreciate it. You bet, it. Dave. Absolutely. All right. That's it for us. Raleigh James is coming up after the top stories from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Have a great weekend, everybody.